You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's a Thursday here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network, and that means it's time to get riled up on the Cowboys with my man, Tom Ryle, and your boy, Roy White, at RW3 on Twitter. You can follow him at Tom Ryle BTB, and of course, you can follow all the great content at Blogging the Boys on Twitter and bloggingtheboys.com, where we'll be bringing you all that delicious Cowboys information that you're looking for. And Tom, reactions to the draft. The NFL draft has come and gone. The Cowboys making some selections that the general public were scratching their heads about, making some other selections that, quite honestly, it seemed like the draft Knicks tended to think the Cowboys got some value in, in some various positions throughout the draft. So if you would, let's put a nice little bow on how we think the Cowboys performed there this past weekend in Las Vegas. Well, I think the draft turned out fairly well pending, you know, if, if Tyler Smith works out as the first round pick, I think everything else will be fine. I think the rest of the picks made a lot of sense. Only if you look through a filter that the Cowboys deny, they look through <laughs> this was a need driven draft. You could just go in, look at what their biggest needs were going into the, the draft Okay, they need to do something about left guard. They need to beef up the edge rusher. They need another wide receiver to fill the room. Uh, they, they're probably going to need to get them a tight end. They're going to need them to get a linebacker. And, and, and oh, you know, maybe it would be nice if we get a, really, a good, solid nose tackle type guy. They just ran down the checklist. Need, 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 need. I like how they addressed some of the needs. I kind of like the vanilla gorilla, the defensive tackle out of Arkansas. That's his little nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that Ed Williams is going to be really interesting now that he's going to get actually moved out to the edge and not just thrown up into the middle of the offensive line like he was when in college when he was kind of misused. But why does the team feel necessary to lie to us when this was obviously what they did, go in and take care of their needs? That's perfectly valid, by the way. People that say you shouldn't look at your needs and go all strict best player available, that you have to be cognizant of what holes you need to fill. But look at what they've been saying. You know, it came out and says, no, we didn't draft for need. Bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah, this was a need. This was a need different draft. And yet it's just it's the same old story, isn't it? Not only did they draft for need, Tom, but they based that need off of their own running scheme. Stephen Jones said post draft that the reason they went with 
who many people thought was a lesser product in Tyler Smith versus Linderbaum, who went just a pick after. The reasoning that Stephen Jones gave was that from a scheme fit standpoint, Tyler Smith's style fit the Cowboys' needs more than what Lindenbaum did. Now, was Lindenbaum the better player? By a lot of people's arguments, perhaps. But the Cowboys clearly selected the player that fit their needs in this scenario. And then, yes, afterwards, pretend to shovel it down our throats and act as if that wasn't one of their priorities. And thankfully, Tom, you and the Cowboys nation that listens to our podcast is smart enough to decipher a lot of the BS that the Joneses are often spewing. And I have to admit, I'm a little bit more frustrated, I think, by it than I typically am because I try not to put too much weight into it. I'm more of the mindset of if you allow the Joneses and the things that they say to get under your skin in this day and age, it's kind of on you because we know that they're going to attempt to shovel it down our throat. But at the same time, I just get so overwhelmingly frustrated by the sheer volume in which they attempted because it wasn't just Steven speaking post-draft to DallasCowboys.com. It was also then Steven going on the flagship radio station, 105.3 The Fan here in Dallas, saying a lot of the same stuff. And then again this week, going on with pro football talk and saying essentially the same thing. And I've got thoughts on the comments that he made to pro football talk. More evidence, I think, that they clearly uh, – don't do what they claim to more often than not when it comes to team building. But, you know, sure enough, great minds think alike, Tom, because before I even gave you my reaction to what Steven said most recently this week, you had already taken to task of putting together an article detailing exactly how the Cowboys and the Joneses have really failed us as the stewards of this football team over the past 12 months. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about how they keep shoveling it down our throats. Uh, you know, one simple way to not feed us so much crap is just to not talk so much. You, they, they, you put a camera out there, you put a microphone out there, and, and Stephen and Jerry Jones both just cannot shut up. And, and they, it's, they go about it a little differently, you know, with, with Jerry Jones, it was, hey, I know we did a good job with the draft because, look, here's our draft book sheet, which, you know, he held it up. <laughs> Steven tried to get him to put it down. But lo and behold, you know, uh, the, the Blogging the Boys Network got together and came up with, I think, the first 12 or 16 names. Boy, uh, the sleuths were at it again. For those that don't know the history there, by the way, Tom, and I want to give you credit for this because you were a part of it, and I know you're not going to toot your own horn. Like, you and one cool customer and Katie Drummond and, and all these guys that were longtime blogging the boys yeah. kind of individual rouser, Joey, Joey Ikes. Um, shout out to all those guys who were and still are part of the blogging the boys family, even though they've gone on to other things. You guys did this years ago when the Cowboys mistakenly kind of showcased their draft board and inadvertently twice, by the way, uh, inadvertently, did that to the media and you guys basically went in and reconstructed the entire thing. This I think took even more effort, 
But the sleuths that are available to us on Cowboys social media, they are incredible. And the work that yeah. they put together. Now, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, right? So I'm, I'm not going to say every single name on this list well, is exactly what the Cowboys had. But I'll be damned if it probably wasn't very, very close. Well, and just uh, kind of as a check, John Makota at The Athletic, I believe it was him that did yep. the same thing, only he did the whole sheet. Mm-hmm. And his names the, matched up, I do believe, exactly with the ones that, that OCC put out in a tweet. <laughs> so this, you know, it keeps happening. I tend, I kind of sometimes suspect secretly Jerry likes this just because it draws more attention in social media and out there in the blogosphere. And, 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 you know, he does that. And then, of course, Stephen can't resist a chance to trot out the party line. He reminds me of the old Communist Party officials in, in the Soviet Union where they have these little meetings and they come out and recite all these same things that everybody sitting there knew was a lie because they were living in the country, but they, everybody had to go along. And that's that just kind of what it makes me think of. He's going to take every chance he can to, to, to preach that the Cowboys build through the draft. And, and there's always going to be some talk about managing the contracts because the salary cap is the holy writ, you know, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's a little, it, it makes it hard to sit here and say, yeah, okay, here's how this draft might work out. Now, the one problem is that that kind of depends on a lot of guys later on in the draft panning out better than the, the averages say they will. But it's hard to focus on that when you're running headlong again into the same old stuff that you know is not true. It's just what they say, but we, we know that it's not actually true the way they do things and i think you you came up with a, some particular things about those staying ahead of those contracts vacations can be tricky you already know how to book flights and hotels but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home you need a tool to get the most out of your time away that's where viator steps in You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, so, I mean, let's just take the comments from Stephen Jones. And again, he's trotted out a similar party line here. So I'm going to quote the ones that he specifically gave to Mike Florio on the pro football talk, you know, morning podcast, but 
in all likelihood, if you were listening to the radio station when he came on or you were listening to them in the post press preference or hell, if you listen to them before the draft, you probably heard some of this stuff trotted out. And in particular, this statement from Stephen Jones, like it has me floored. And of course, Forio asks exactly what Cowboys fans have been asking for the last several off seasons. Why do you think there hasn't been more aggressive efforts in recent years by the Cowboys to go out and get free agents with big contracts? And here's what Steven said. Now, this is going to be a pretty long quote, so just bear with me, but I'm going to read through it and get to the part where I really want to sink my teeth into because he doesn't have an example of when they've actually done what he says they profess to do. Well, we just feel like if you have, and this is Steven speaking, quote, we just feel like if you have, we feel like our players are the better players out there. And that's who we'd like to spend on. You know them. There's no surprises. And you feel like if you can grow, get your homegrown players, we feel like that's where we've been the most successful. Okay, number one, what is Steven's level of success that he's comparing this to? Um, It wasn't homegrown talent that helped them win a Super Bowl. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe they drafted Deion Sanders, um, just as an example. Uh, There are several other players in the Cowboys' glory days that were brought on thanks to the fact that Jerry was basically willing to spend. And if it wasn't for Steven's savvy draft day dealings, we probably wouldn't be talking about the Cowboys even having a Super Bowl within the past 30 years, which thankfully at least they do have that. Um, In addition to that, though, Stephen goes on to say, you know, when it comes to paying these hometown guys, what we really like to do is get ahead of these young players. Certainly, we feel like we're going to get back into the mix of getting some of these young players signed that we want to keep around here, get ahead of it, get them signed, so you don't have the type of free agency risk that we had this year. Now, basically what Steven is alluding to, and, and he did say in this pod, is that the reason the Cowboys had so many players that were going to even be free agents this offseason was because they were unsure how to tackle this season with the pandemic still ongoing. And he's effectively saying, because we were unsure of what was going to happen to the salary cap, we didn't want to pay anybody ahead of time. Well, that would be a nice suggestion. If you could give me one freaking example of a guy they've paid earlier than they should have that actually panned out for them. And I'll give you an opportunity, Tom, if you can think of anybody on that front, uh, just going over names in my head. Did they pay Tank Lawrence before they should have, or did they pay him when they were pushed to do so because of a franchise tag? Did they pay Ezekiel Elliott ahead of time? Probably so. The one deal that we all wish we could have back, that's the deal that they gave to a guy who was in the fourth year of his potentially five-year rookie deal. Was Zach Martin signed ahead of time? Nope. Zach Martin was signed heading into his final fifth-year player option after being a first-round draft pick. I think you have to go all the way back to when Tyron Smith was signed to his most recent extension to find a player that the Cowboys actually did sign ahead of time that was a benefit to them, was a young player who they got signed, and potentially because they signed him early, got him under market value. 
because the most glaring example of this failure, Tom, is at the quarterback position when we all know they probably could have gotten Dak Prescott in for $10 million less had they signed him a year or two prior to when they did. Yeah, they would just be facing another contract with, with Dak earlier, but that's that's just the game with quarterbacks. You look back and you say, well, who the heck is it that you're really doing so well on keeping? I mean, they they – aren't doing a fifth-year option on Leighton Van Der Esch. You know, uh, Taco Charlton, of course, is long gone. Uh, hmm. the, the next best guy with that class might have been Chidobe Ouzier. And, you know, they didn't keep him. Uh, you know, they did jump ahead and sign one guy, a second-round pick named Jalen Smith. Oh! And we know how that worked out. Uh <laughs> You know, and then then there was, you know, Byron Joe. Oh, wait, he went somewhere else. And, oh, uh, well, how about that Randy Gregor? Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're not doing it. Yeah. Where are they actually doing this? Those last back? two guys are examples of guys that they actually could have signed ahead of time. Byron and Randy specifically and gotten them under market value had they been willing to take the plunge. Specifically with Randy, I think had you given him a three-year deal before last offseason, he takes it running. He's sprinting yes. to sign that deal. And probably for no more than they offered him, probably less. It's, it's just, you know, if they actually were, were accomplishing what Steven said, it would be different. But they're not accomplishing it. I think he actually believes they are in some ways. <laughs> Uh, you know, he's not able to, to, to discern reality as it exists. It's a problem yeah. we see with, you know, many things in our society where people say one thing and most of the rest of us go like, but that's not true. That's not what's happening. <laughs> the, the evidence, the evidence is, is not in your favor. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I really think that exactly is, is a Part of the problem in the fact that they 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 talk a great strategy. Yes. It's just the strategy isn't actually happening. You want another so, an example right now on the roster who they probably could have signed had they signed him before last offseason to an extension? And now not only is he probably overpaid, but he's going to be gone at the end of the season. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Dalton Schultz is making $10 million on a franchise tag this season and probably gone next year. That's why they had to go get a tight end in the draft, who, coincidentally, now all of a sudden we're all very excited about and we're expecting him to just step into that role. I'm sure he will, just like Dalton did, right? Oh, it didn't take him three years to develop into something that was worth it? Okay, Uh, great. I love the expectation that the Cowboys, again, will hit in free agency because that's what they're banking on. You know, before I get to, I guess, kind of where you then feel like you stand relative to how you felt about this team last year after the draft, I am curious, you know, for you and I at least, to make this thing better long-term. Are there any players right now that you would consider handing a long-term extension to and taking the chance? Um, Two guys in particular that I can think of, Trayvon Diggs, and CeeDee Lamb, would you make either of them a long-term contract offer knowing that potentially, at least in CeeDee's case, you're eating up that fifth-year rookie option 
with Diggs's case, it's probably the right time if you think you're going to get an extension done for him long term. It probably yeah. needs to be this offseason. I now I have to look at the rules. I don't know if under the rookie contracts they can be extended yet. Well, it becomes but new money, could... right? They kind of tack <laughs> on money and can move it around using a signing bonus. Yeah. So, but I think there's a there's a, a point at which I think it has to be after the season, but they could certainly start negotiating on it before the end of the season comes and start getting something in place and then get the extensions done soon. I just don't think they're going to. I mean, that's that's not the way they do it. Steve, you know. Jerry once said deadlines make deals, and that seems to be the only thing that really prompts them to want to get something done is when they're up against it. But, yeah, it just – I just, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it might just be a year too early for that. And the previous year, the only person that I could see them maybe doing something uh, would be Tony Pollard. And mm, That is a good one, though. I actually like yeah. that because have- I think they could get him on a really nice deal just because, well, they haven't used him enough to really make him yeah. have a hot market out there. Well, not only that, uh, I, I think you got some decent leverage there uh, yeah. to still make the case that like, look, Zeke is around. So we're not depending on you to be the lead back and we're not and they should going never, to run you into the ground should- in that way. They should never depend on to be the lead back. They should tell him we're always going to have a uh, another more physical guy to take the banging. But they could probably get a nice little three-year extension done on him uh, and do it like before the season so that then hopefully if they uh, unleash some of his ability coming in and getting more involved in the passing game and, and being that change of pace guy, then – you know, they don't have to worry about outbidding someone for him. So it's it's kind of hard to figure out. It's really tough. But, yeah, it's 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 a little hard to get to feel good about the team when we're dealing with all these strange, odd things. Yeah. And, by the way, to, to your point, because I did want to double-check that, you are correct. The earliest that they could sign – either of the guys who were drafted in 2020 lamb and, and digs to an extension would be in January of 2023. So I am getting ahead of myself a little bit in that regard. Um, you know, if you want a uh, Cowboys player that they could sign at this time, well, I'm looking at the guys who were drafted in 2019, second and third round picks, Tristan Hill or I don't think- Connor McGovern. Well, considering that Hill really hasn't been able to do anything or show anything because of the injury situation. Yeah. And we're all expecting that McGovern's going to lose his starting job. <laughs> He's yeah, already no, lost it, right? Think, yeah. I don't think we're, we're going to be doing that. So, nope. No. So, at least uh, Pollard would be the other guy uh, from that 2019 draft that you mentioned. Um, they're taking in the fourth round. So maybe that is the direction you want to go um, real quickly. You know, anything you want to put a bow on in regards to the draft. I, I just wanted to do that quick fun little exercise. Cause Hey, maybe there is a guy 
Stephen Jones was referring to when he said they wanted to sign him early, but I, I don't know who that would be. Um, yeah. I, I just think that it, this, it's all going to come down to whether this whole idea that seems to be permeating of, of revitalizing the running game and getting a healthy Zeke Elliott going again after he played most of last season uh, with that injury he suffered when he fell on the pylon. I'm not too sure about that overall idea in what's now a passing league, but if it does work out, then, you know, it's going to be because they, they hit on Tyler Smith. And uh, that's apparently why they drafted him. He's just really, really solid in the, the run game uh, and kind of uh, still to be figured out as a pass protector. Yeah. Well, we'll have to find out how that goes. Uh, 12 holding penalties of the 16 penalties that basically were amongst the tops in the nation at that position. And, uh, yeah, I would imagine in pass protection, we'll probably see a few of those this season for Tyler Smith and the Cowboys. But, hey, um, you know, I guess where it leaves me, Tom, is, you know, the Cowboys can blow out of smoke. The front office obviously will to try to energize the fan base and give them all the platitudes that we could cling to. And, you know, back just side note, I can't remember the last times the Jones spoke where I felt better afterwards um that's another exercise i might put to you or any of, of our fantastic listeners out there tell me the last time jerry or steven spoke where you felt more informed where you felt better about the direction that the cowboys are headed because i can't find that place in my memory bank um looking you know ahead do i feel like the cowboys addressed all the needs that they were looking for that needed to be addressed? Do I feel like they're a better football team at this time of year than they were last year based on the holes that they need to fill? I do not. And while I think they can still be a better football team than they were a season ago based on who they will play and fingers crossed injuries go well on that front. Dak Prescott, obviously a full year removed from, you know, the injury issues that he I think admittedly did have last season, you know, that's not to say the Cowboys can't be better, but am I feeling it? I'm not, I'm not. No, I I'm now. I'm not saying I was accurate last year, but at this time last year, it seems to me, I felt like they had a stronger overall roster. Uh, And I was made and at the time I was underestimating what Michael Parsons was going to be by a considerable amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, and I think the rest of the NFL world didn't <laughs> realize that he was going to be what he became. Um, but I still felt like they had just a really super strong roster coming in this year. Um, I just feel like they've taken a step back. As you said, I'm thinking they could still win the NFC East. Probably, though, they're not going to get to 12 wins while they're doing it. Um, you know, the uh, you know the Giants had a great first round. They didn't do much in the later rounds. The Eagles had a really solid draft, but neither of them has the true franchise quarterback, in my view. So that, I think, alone will carry them. Uh, you know, it still could be a, a, a 
decent season for the Cowboys, but will it be one we consider successful, which means will they go to the playoffs and win some playoff games? Put that in the to-be-determined file, folks, because right now I don't feel confident. It's going to depend on how this team grows and and develops during the regular season. Not just the, the new players, but some of how some of their old players do. If some of them play up to what they they have been in the past, and if others can continue, you know, a lot of people are saying, boy, Cowboys are going to have a dynamite defense this year. Well, okay, defense is largely determined by who you play as far as where you're defense. In that aspect, the Cowboys are sitting in good shape because they're not facing that many really formidable-looking offenses. Yet defenses have a real tendency to, to vacillate back and forth between good and bad, and the Cowboys may just not catch the breaks. You know, They thrived a lot on turnovers, one of the most unpredictable aspects of the game. So... You know, it's I don't feel, you know, remember our argument from a few months back about being excited. No, yeah, I, Roy, I have I'm to admit, Tom, I thought after this draft, I thought you would be sucked. I thought I would be a little bit more sucked, quite honestly, than I am. And maybe that means we're all getting a little bit wiser in our older age. Maybe that means we're losing the taste for what they continue to shovel or attempt to shovel down our throats. Um, or perhaps maybe we're just numbing to it, Tom. Maybe we're just becoming numb completely. But either way, uh, we want to hear from you. What What are you feeling about the Cowboys draft? You know, it's not all about what we feel. We're not the only experts in the room. You're watching the Cowboys, too. You're paying attention to what Jerry and Steven are saying. How do you think the Cowboys have handled this offseason, and where do you think things go from here? We're not trying to be negative Nancys, but Tom and I have always tried to be fair about – what we're seeing and how we're evaluating this thing. And while I promise you, no one in this world would appreciate the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl than him or I or everybody here at Blog and the Boys, it just doesn't feel like they're taking the next step to do that. And unfortunately, all roads continue to lead back to that Jonesy front office, as we detailed here. So, Tom, any parting words as we wind down the draft and look forward now to, you know, potential free agent signings? The compensation formula is no longer in play. The Cowboys sometimes like to make some moves in this regard. I'm not sure if I'm expecting any of that, but any any parting words before we close things out? No, uh, I just uh, I just would tell people don't get – don't buy into the hype this year. Let's go in and try to keep our eyes open, okay? Well, we will do the very best job we can to keep people with their feet on the ground and hopefully, you know, looking at what the Cowboys can realistically accomplish this offseason. So for Tom, I'm Roy. Stay riled up on the Cowboys. We will see you next week.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.